Francisco 49 is deep in the heart. Like Joe Montana in the corner, deep Clark. Garrison Hurst, stiff farm going 99. Don't get it twisted, one and all with prime time. John Taylor, Jerry Rice down the sideline. NDB, greatest owner of all time. Gruden, Walgren, Bill Belichick, where all students of Bill Walsh don't ever forget. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the 49er Faithful UK Show. It's week 10. Uh, not 11, as we keep getting confused for reasons that will become apparent very soon, and you all know about it. Uh, we got some good news. We got some really bad news. Uh, the first good news is we managed to resign uh, Gareth to another contract. His uh, price went right down to uh, absolutely free, like the rest of us. So he'll be back very soon uh, to break down games and uh, and all of that when he's uh, coming off the plane. But we're here to talk about the Chargers game. It's Sunday night football. It's just after the bye. We're getting some players back. We unfortunately, and we're going to talk about it again, uh, lost some player uh, right five, ten minutes ago. We got the news. Uh, and I'm joined by Lee Gowland. Hi, guys. And Paul Hope to talk all about it. Hi, Paul. Hi, everyone. So, guys, uh, let's do the news first because it is devastating. But we've just heard uh, on Twitter from Schefter that Jason Verrett has uh, ruptured his Achilles and is more than likely going to, I would imagine, call it a career at this point. It's such a shame, such a motto, such a work ethic, and he could never get back to his 2019 self and his Super Bowl self. Uh, yes, I feel for the guy. You yeah, guys want to Yeah, completely agree. It's such a shame. Nobody can ever question the amount of work effort he does put in. Yeah. He's, he's come back from injury after injury. He's put the work in to get back to where he, he needs to be to actually play the game. It's just that his body's just not up to professional sports. So it's a real yeah. shame because when he was fit, he was absolutely fantastic. He he yeah. was a shutdown corner, um, such a fantastic talent that will never really see a, a full career, which is unfortunate. I mean, don't get us wrong. I hope he does attempt to come back. As long as it's mm. mentally right for him, I hope he does attempt to come back. Yeah, but you've I got think. to look at all the different injuries, the types of injuries, and think oh, it's going to be difficult. I think that's uh, that, that one is Achilles tear is is massive. As Paul yeah, can, it is. Can attest. Yeah, yeah, what, definitely. What, what can you? What What do you think, Paul? Yeah, like like you said, Plenty, absolutely devastated. I mean, obviously he's an elite athlete in the NFL. I was a weekend warrior in my forties, attempting to play flag football, but. I've struggled. I've had a setback myself and it isn't an easy injury to come back over. And like you said, Lee, it is mental as well. Um, it's just devastating. We, we remember the highlights, don't we? We had him for that one season where he played lights yeah. out and he had the highlight reels and the pick against the Rams. And we were quite excited to see him on a grass field at Levi's this week against the yeah. Chargers that are probably not going to have their top boys on wide receivers. And to get no, the news just to go live is... Our thoughts are with him. Um, we yeah. know the 49ers listen to the pod. So, Jason, we do wish you a full recovery. And like you said, I'm sure everyone's as devastated as what us three gentlemen were when we heard the news. Yeah. Uh, other bit of bad news about Ari Kalmstead, which we really thought the bye week would get right, right and we could have him back in the lineup because I think we've talked immensely about how he's missing, him missing in the, in the lineup is really impacting what we can do on, on defense. It, it looks like he's got an airline fracture uh, on his fibula. Uh, is that, so, yeah, that's what I read, right? On his fibula? Yeah, that's correct, along, yeah. Alongside his uh, plantar fasciatus. So. That's right. And it's only, yeah, it's only that, became known this week, 
which is kind yeah, of disappointing is... because surely he's had that all along. So unless he did it whilst rehabbing because he's lost a bit of weight or put on weight or, or whatever, it's it's also possible. Yeah. It's a new injury. Um, yeah, that's that's a that's a bummer. The issue with Armstead Nadji is sometimes a, a hairline fracture are actually worse than a clean intact break. Yeah. That means no yeah, surgery. Can't do anything about it. He might feel fine, and then mm. they get him on the practice field. So, like you said, Lee, it might be he's been saying I'm responding to treatment, I'm fine. But then when he tries to do something, and the fact me and Nadji touched upon it at the weekend show, that you know the size of the guys, what they're trying to put the strength through it, and. Armstead, a big man, you know, any injuries with ankles and feet are bad news, especially in the NFL. So I know it sounds like we're starting the show on a bit of a, a Debbie Downer, Nadji, but stick with yeah. us, guys. We're, we're going to get that positivity going. Well, I'm, I'm going to turn yeah, that yeah. round now, then. So I'm going to start yeah. the old positivity wheel or the positivity run there. So I think uh, on the last couple of couple of pods that I was on before I take a break, um, I'd mentioned how the fact that we get no news about Kinlaw's worrying. Mm-hmm. Did you see him on the practice field the other day? No, I didn't. Is he practicing? He is practicing. Oh, wow. And, and yeah, looked, that's, that's great news. Yeah, yeah. And, and he looked healthy. So that is great news. It's just really strange that nobody has said anything, anything at all about, about Kinlaw. Yeah. Yeah. There must be a reason. Isn't he still on IR for a, for a one more game? Not entirely sure. I would sure. have to look at it. But if he's, if he's on the field running around, that's, that's a good sign. Yeah. Regardless, right? It is, but without a shadow of a doubt, because it, he is a major part of the, uh, the the defensive line, especially against the run. So it would yeah. be fantastic to get him back. And they've yeah. also opened the practice window, gents, for Jordan Willis, who's been yeah. injured reserve. So that that's pretty good. I'm slightly yeah. concerned about Ibukam. Again, Achilles. He's got a sore Achilles slash yeah. quad injury. Um, yeah. So, again, as Verrett has seen, Achilles you can't mess around with. But... Overall, gents, I'm confident with our defense. I don't know how you two are feeling heading into this well, one. Well, yeah, let's let's talk. Let, let me let me do my, my hosting job today. Uh, let's let's talk talk defense versus Justin Herbert and more so Austin Eckler. I watched a bit of the Falcons against the Chargers last week. Um, you know, not too much invested in into that week, and he's basically uh, the Cooper Cup of the of the uh, of the Chargers at the moment. He, he, everything goes through him because they're missing Mike Williams, they're missing Keenan Allen, although he might be back, but I, I wouldn't expect him to be extremely fit or you know game ready just yet. So I'm I'm not too worried about him. Um, and they're really struggling on on their all line. I, I think they're you know losing Russian Slater and the rookie they, they picked this year has really hurt them. So. I think it's it's Justin Herbert and Austin Eckler show, and we've we've shown against the Rams that we can stop a good QB. Although Stafford being a good QB is a debate, uh, and and Coop, and a big player like Cooper Cup slash Austin Eckler. So, uh, do you guys think we can rise up to the challenge and make sure the player that looked like he was in MVP conversation at the beginning of the season, Justin Herbert? I'm I'm talking. Uh, can we make sure that that goes away? Lee, what do you think? I think we can definitely yeah, stand toe-to-toe with the Chargers' offense without a shadow of a doubt. I mean, our, our defense keeps on getting better and better as the season goes on. We had an absolute cracking second half against the Rams. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, the, the Chargers' offense don't really worry me that much. The O-line's not particularly that strong. Um, they, they've got a center who I would kill for at the moment, Corey Lindsley. Yeah. 
Um, but other than that, I think, yeah, I, I think our defence has got this. It's their game to lose. It's the defence's game to lose. We're getting some pieces back on defence, which is going to help us again. Um, obviously, we haven't got Armstead back quite yet. Hopefully, he'll be back within two to three weeks. Um, but yeah, you, you look around the team, people are getting healthy, people are starting to hit form. Um, and there's nothing other than Justin Herbert and uh, Austin Eckler that worries me about the Chargers' offense. How about yeah, you, Paul? Same. Yeah, I think I know where Nadji's going with this. We know you love for Justin Herbert, Nadji. And when the <laughs> Chargers are healthy and executing well, they do put together big plays, which all of us have PTSD. I mean, we, we talk about Patrick Mahomes. He came in the other weekly. He wasn't the Patrick Mahomes where he was running around like Russell Wilson, but he was surgical and we gave up some big plays. That said, I think our defence is elite. We allow just around 220 passing yards and around 87 rushing yards per game. Eckler is a great running back, Nadji. I have him in many of my fantasy leagues, so I'm hoping for a quiet week from him this week because if he has a good game, it shows something's going wrong there. But I do feel that maybe this is a good time to be playing the Chargers. We're at home. Yeah. Like you said, Nadji, it's the one twenty a.m. kickoff for us in the UK. I know the yeah, Discord right group will be on quiet. fire. Uh, well, I, I think they'll <laughs> be, fire will be quieter. I, yeah. I know you've you've got a, a small one, so you you'll be watching the next day. But yeah. I've got my red and gold tinted glasses on, as Gareth would say, gents. I'm feeling confident heading this game. I think Ryan's, like Lee said, showed good adjustments in that second half against the Rams, and I think a bye week has come at the right time for the team. Not so much us as fans. I think you said it, Lee. It feels like it's been going on for a month. But yeah. we've got 49ers football back on Sunday, gents. And yeah, I'm confident, Nadji. How about you? Are you thinking Justin Herbert's going to be the party pooper? Uh, I, I kind of hope not, obviously, uh, for, for reasons. Um, I, this was a game at Pensol. I, I was thinking about staying up and watching because because obviously it's Justin Herbert. And he's, he's an absolute mind crush of mine since he was at Oregon. Uh, greatest college ever, and um, and obviously you know the the Niners playing them. It, it's it's it was supposed to be this explosive game against you know Trey Lance and two offenses, and and uh, Staley, which is a defensive genius, and it was supposed to be this massive big game. And then injuries just plagued both of our team, and I think the matchup isn't quite as uh, glamorous as it should be right now. And I think. I do think we have the upper hand. I think uh, you said a lead. <laughs> We're favored by a touchdown, which is kind of insane when you think about it. Um, but yeah, I'm looking forward to it. And I, I agree with you. And I think the key is going to be uh, putting pressure on Justin Herbert. If you leave him time to read your defense and, and call those beautiful throws that he can do, uh, it could be a very long day for us. And, and Patma will show that our defense is prone to that. So, I hope we can generate some kind of pressure. And I know Fred and Greenlaw being back and Al-Shair uh, practicing again can can push shackles on, on Austin Eckler and keeping to uh, being a check down guy and making wrapping the tackle straight away, although he's very elusive. Um, so it's going to be about that. It's going to be about tackling Eckler really well and making sure uh, Justin Albert is never comfortable enough to uh, to tear us apart with those, those amazing throws that he can do. So... Uh, yeah, I, I think I think you're right, Lee. I think our defense can definitely dominate them. Uh, I would feel much different if they had Mike Williams and Keenan Allen fully fully fit, and uh, and and their all line in in semi shape, I would say. 
um, because then they can attack you with different angle. But they're very one-dimensional, and so far this season, every team that we've played that has been one-dimensional, we uh, dominated uh, pretty drastically. So uh, I'm pretty confident on that front. Uh, let's so, switch. Yeah, go only on. scored 20 points in the last game against the Falcons as well, Nadine. I know. Yeah, well, we, we scored. It went up on the round. So <laughs> yeah, true. But I think the way Vegas were looking at it went, you know, you look at it and you think, wow, we're seven point favourite. It's, it's nearly a I, touchdown. But I think, I think it's, it's, that's the CMC effect, isn't it? And, uh, <laughs> and so it's a great segue to start talking about the offense. Um, yeah, I, I, I think that's where the matchup is so lopsided. Their defense has been really really bad considering the the names they have on that on that defense i, I know that joey bosa is out but they've not and, and you know just no joe staley is it yeah they're their head coach is it joe i can't remember his first name brandon. um brandon steady thank you yes um, apologies um he is supposed to be this defensive genius that came over from the rams after the you know uh, after their run and everything so it's it's been a bit of a surprise, but now that we have CMC and Debo's back, Juice is back, Kidor is back, obviously fully fit for for a few games now. He hasn't been injured for a while. Touch wood. Uh, and Jimmy playing his best game ever just uh, before the bye. We should be putting points on on this guy, and as you said, Paul, having them trading and trying to throw and putting them in uh, situations they don't want to be, and and then you know getting turnovers on defense. So. Uh, what do you think? I'm gonna I'm gonna throw it to Yuli. Uh, they're pretty much last in rushing uh, rushing defense. Do you think CMC is gonna have a monster game? Yeah, well, without a shadow of a doubt, I think both him and uh, Debo, if they both play together, which I, I'm expecting they will be, it's it's going to be really interesting to see them on the field together. I, I am so excited about this. I, I I don't know how I can explain how excited I am about this. I, I think going forward. Now, what uh, Chris McCaffrey's been here f- uh, four weeks now, month, three weeks. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Month, yeah. We, we're just going to be, technically, we should be a juggernaut going forward yeah. from now. I think I said it in the group. I, I don't think it was on the podcast, but somebody put a post in saying, how do you think we'll do from this point onwards for the second half of the season? And I can't see us losing the game. I honestly can't. I think the only thing that can stop us, and I got called out for this, it was definitely post, I got called out for this, saying that the only thing that's going to stop us is injuries. Um, so if we stay yeah, fit... Yeah, I did see that. Someone did yeah. call you out, like, shh, don't yeah, mention that that's word. Right. <laughs> that's right. I can't remember who it was. I'd have given them a shout-out. Um, but yeah, they, they were right. They, they were completely right. Um, but I am just so looking forward to this this stretch of games. I think it's going to be really exciting. I think we're going to see a completely different offense going forward. And um, you know what? I'm, I, I need to give kudos to Jimmy because Jimmy gets slated left, right, and centre. And, and I I think he's he's been playing well this season. He's had his Jimmyisms. He has. Um, but he's proven on a few occasions that he can throw that deep ball and he can throw it accurately. And I, I think if he continues to be allowed to throw the deep ball, it's just going to get better and better. And it's almost to the point of questioning whether or not we had to give up those draft picks. Now, don't get us wrong. Everybody, calm yourselves down. Don't get all defrosted here. <laughs> I am not saying we have to move away from Trail Lance. I can't wait for the Trail Lance era. I can't wait because I think it's going to be excellent. But... If you, if you think about it from a business point of view, 
had we had we allowed Jimmy to progress the way he should have been allowed to progress, potentially we might not have been in a position where two seasons ago we thought, right, we need to draft a quarterback now. I mean, I know that's controversial. Everybody's going to be completely yeah, losing, losing no, themselves about this. I think it was never just his play style. I think we could have found a way to ride Jimmy's for his entire career. I did, you know, I did carry on playing like that. The problem is that over the fa- the last five years I was with us, he's missed two and a half seasons because yeah, of durability. Yeah, yeah, uh, you know that plus the the Jimmy isms and the bad plays and. Because, you know, last year, after the Titans game, when he got injured, he wasn't himself. His shoulder was in, was in bits, and he only stayed in because Trey was Which is ready. understandable. Which is understandable. Yeah, no, I get that. At the start of next season, they were going to turn around and say, well, you know, Trey Lance has missed, uh, what is it, 14 games? Uh, 14, yeah, 15 yeah. games already. He's only been here yeah, two years. Yeah, that's true. I know, I know. Yeah, I know. It, it's it's the constant thing, isn't it? But I think having him playing half of the time he should have for the money he was getting, yeah. plus him losing games, was a, a fair assumption. And uh, I, I talked about it on on our state of the franchise. When we got CMC, it see how it what it did to our game. You know, we've talked about how Kyle has always managed to make. Uh, poor running back good and i'm not saying poor in terms of you know they were they were terrible and then all of a sudden they're amazing but he is always managed to unlock talent into you know mustard undrafted people like elijah mitchell and etc into very good running backs what ha- look what happens when you get a hall of fame first round talent into that offense it's even it makes it even easier so i think the reach for trey lance was always what if we have josh allen as well as you know, CMC and Debo, hey, we would just be even better than what the Chiefs has ever, yeah, uh, ever yeah, been. So I think that's, I think that's why. Yeah, that was the thought do. process. You're right. That, yeah, that, that was the thought process. And and you can't condemn the team for trying to be to reach, you know, way over the moon. It's 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 completely understandable. Yeah, I, I completely get. agree. And I was just playing devil's advocate because I mean, I, yeah, I, I did know, turn I on, so I can't <laughs> wait for trailers. And there's going to be people <laughs> absolutely shouting at uh, whatever device they use to to listen this to, to this to. <laughs> Apart from Neil Watson, of course. Neil Watson's going to be yeah, saying, okay. "There's my lad." I've well, renamed Neil, one, by the one way. One more year, he, he wasn't expecting it. I think he's uh, he's enjoying this year at uh, face value. Take it for what it is. Uh, let's get back on on topic. What do you think, uh, Paul? Do you think our offense can score, let's say, 24, 25, 26 points more than that, maybe? Well, I was just going to say, Nadji, um, Gareth would be proudly because not only did you take that opportunity to disappear down that rabbit hole when Nadji asked you about the run game and you segued <laughs> into a Trey Lance versus Jimmy G conversation, which, Neil, please cool. keep listening, buddy. But no, I think I think we've all 49er fans, Nadji, like Kyle Shanahan, that you're right. I'm very impressed, mate, with your homework. They are the Chargers, are dead last in the league. Against the you told defense. me. I'm, I'm not taking yeah. credit for that. You told me, so you it's, take credit. Um, like you said, Lee, Kyle Shanahan gave an interview earlier in the week, Nadji, and he was basically saying he's got two football players, CMC, Debo Samuel, and let's hope he's been in that kitchen, Nadji, cooking up some players. Elijah Mitchell could be back to... Is he back? Piece. Yeah. Is he, is he, he is practicing? back, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah right, so, I, I mean, the, the Chargers have allowed three of their last four opponents to eclipse 200 yards on the ground. And the last wow. time this season they held a team to under 90 rushing yards was the week one win over the Raiders. 
So let's face it, we've got two dynamic all pros in CMC and Debo. I think we're going to be run heavy on Sunday, Lee. I think Jimmy isn't going to be asked to do a great deal. And that's Completely not a agree. knock on Jimmy. I just think that basically too. Kyle Shanahan is going to go into his bag of tricks. We're going to see the run play. And I do think we can beat them, Nadji. And I think we can beat yeah, them. I so I'm going, to, I'm, I'm going to jinx Jimmy the same way as I jinxed him um, <laughs> when we played the Cardinals last year. Because when we played the Cardinals, both games, I said the same thing in the preview show. Keep the ball away from Buda Baker. And both times he threw interceptions to Buda Baker. So I'm going to say he needs to keep that ball away from Derwin James. He does, yeah. Yeah, that's that's the... I, I think Khalil Mack hasn't been quite as good as he uh, once upon a time was. Um, but Derwin James is a difference maker. I think the problem is that they're trying. They're asking him to do too much. Um, he doesn't quite have the supporting cast that Ofanga has around, um, and it's very hard for, as we see with Bosa, you know, by himself on the line. Sometimes it's very hard for even the top elite players to make a difference just by themselves. There's only very a, a handful of people that can do it uh, at various times. Not usually not for a whole season. So, yeah, I agree. I think stay away from Darwin James is, is probably a good a good advice. Um, but, yeah, I'm, I, I think I think you're right. I think we're going to see a ton of CMC running, not necessarily passing, uh, although it, it's going to happen uh, as well because <laughs> that touchdown against the Rams uh, was completely improvised and pretty awesome. So uh, I'm not surprised if I, we see more of that. But it's going to be... Uh, a small dose, small doses of Mitchell. Make sure he's, you know, healthy, fine, and uh, everything is good. Especially, you know, with the the news of JV first practice fully back, leading everybody, and he he goes down. I think everybody's going to be very cautious. Um, but yeah, I think it's going to be a heavy dose of CMC, and then sprinkle some Debo and Ayuk and Kittle when people start creeping up. Uh, I don't see how they can stop us, really, unless unless obviously. Uh, Mr. Bad Jimmy rear his head again and start throwing silly picks at silly moments feels and great, from balls and yeah 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 I know it feels great dude but you need to play like you did last week <laughs> just um, just dump it off to CMC right <laughs> I mean a, a concern for for the Chargers I suppose Nancy is like we've seen against the Rams CMC got away with a couple of those trick plays because he's so figured on the ground and they have to respect the run game adding a Devo adding a Mitchell. Juice, I believe Juice is back as well, gents. Yeah, yeah, just Juice is back, yeah. Another element to our run game. Kittle is back to his best as an extra all-lineman and as well as a pass threat. And like you said, Nanji, Jimmy's coming off the back of the best game of his career. And I'm glad you gave him his props, Lee, because we are very consistent on this show. If Jimmy plays bad, we'll call him out. If Jimmy plays well, we'll give him the credit. So I do hope we have an easier evening on Sunday, Nanji. When you wake up on Monday, buddy, you can put the game on and watch and have a nice, easy start yeah, to your uh, yeah. Monday morning. That'd be nice. That would be nice. That would be nice. Uh, anything else you guys want to talk about? Offense, defense? Uh, I think it's about time uh, Rare McLeod returns a, a punt or a, or a kickoff for a touchdown. He's been trying so hard, bless him. <laughs> or actually catches the ball when it's thrown to him long. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, it was slightly underthrown. He should have caught that, though. Yeah, you're right. You're right. I would like. Any, to say- anything else? Uh, Kittle, so I'm, I'm expecting a big game from Kittle. Uh, right. I think because of the uh, pieces that we've got coming back, and obviously we, we've had a Christian McCaffrey, I, I think that's nothing but good news for Kittle. 
Hopefully we'll be able to use them in the pass game rather than just blocking all the time. Because I think Kittle is one of the most exciting catches of the ball, receivers of the ball in, in the league. And it's such a shame that we don't use them. To, I was going to say to one of his strengths, blocking is one of his strengths, let's face yeah. it. But it's, it's so good to watch him catch that ball and then just truck through defenders. Love it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I think it's going to... I think it's really it's really going to be hard to predict who's going to have to a big game now because it could be anyone. It could be Ayuk, it could be Debo, it could be Carroll, it could be CMC. And I think that's the, the beauty of this offense now. It's just it, it can come at any angle at any time. Uh, yeah, I hope we can see some some vintage Carroll, some 150 plus yard kind of thing very soon. That'd be nice. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Paul, Paul, anything else to add about offense, defense, special team? Something you want to see? Some. I'd like to see the defense getting more turnovers. At the start of the season, Naji, your man Hufanga looked set to break every record not a man and the, the turnover seemed to have fallen off a cliff a little bit I mean we're yeah. tied gents for 19th in takeaways per game um, and I know we've had a couple of the injuries especially on the secondary but I would love to see a pick six or you know at least a turnover on Sunday and if your boy Hufanga can get that then I'll be it Right well that leads me well into the, the ball prediction so uh, come on have at it uh, you're on the spot first Paul uh, offense defense you choose whatever Give me something crazy that's going to happen on, on Sunday night. Something crazy on offence. Well, I do think we're going to continue our uh, run game. So, I, I think CMC gets 100 yards. I think he gets two touchdowns on the ground. And I'm going to echo what Paul Scrimshaw said earlier, late and steal your thunder. So, Jimmy doesn't have any Jimmyisms. He doesn't turn over the ball. And we win the game comfortably. But I'll keep my score till the end, yeah, Angie. Keep that for later. Keep that for later. What about you, Lee? Some bold predictions? Some, okay, some so I'm going, to go, I'm going to go offense, but I'm going to go a team offense start rather than an individual. And okay. I'm going to say that we're going to rush for more than 225 yards. Whew, that's a lot of yards. Yeah, I, I, I can totally see that. I think uh, that's the recipe, isn't it? I kind of want to see... a. Repeat of the NFC uh, NFC Championship from the Packers. That would be a that kind yeah. of game would be yeah. quite nice to see. Um, I've got one. I'm gonna go on defense. I think Fred's gonna have. Uh, he's gonna break the record for tackle uh, for losses. What's the record? Here's a bold prediction. I don't know what the number is, but he's gonna break it. Hey, I like it, Nadine. Yeah. All right. All right. <laughs> so that's a task. No, Lee. That's a task for the people listening to the pod. So we'll set them some homework, Nadji. They can find out what the record is. And you've said your boy Fred is going to smash it. So I like that, buddy. That's it. Yeah. Awesome. Well, uh, one one more thing to do then, and it's a score prediction. So uh, who wants to go first? Paul does. Paul does. Yeah. <laughs> I'm quite go happy. on, Paul then. So um, I'm not getting into the over-under and all that. I, um, I was correct the... with the 31 points. Over under was 45. Uh, I've lost it now. 45.5. 45.5. Yeah, that's right. Well, I'm smashing that. I think there's 49ers are scoring 30 points again on Sunday, and we're going to win 30 to 17. It's my score Ooh, prediction. Ooh, Paul. Oh, that's Paul. 47. Nice, nice. That's interesting. Yeah, nice so I'm too. actually going to nice. go 49ers win 35 to 17. 35 to 17. Very nice. Yeah, I can see you guys there. Enjoyed the Rams win and the bye. Um, yeah, I had something very similar. I think I'm I'm seeing less points because we're going to run the ball so much. It's going to be a one of those fast game. 
uh, after the the Jason Vera injury, I think everybody's going to be pumped up to try and you know get some good news on their side. Uh, I'm going to say we're going to win 31 to 14. Nice. No one's going for a Ray Ray McLeod punt return touchdown. Well, no. I, I, I think it's going to happen eventually. He's a, he's he's very close on so many occasions. It's such a very fine margin situation on punt return. You know, it's uh, everything has to fall right. Everybody has to do their job. It's not as simple as breaking one tackle. You have to essentially break 11 tackles because 11 guys are trying to get you. Um, it's very difficult. But yeah, I think he'll do it. I think he'll do it when it matters as well. So uh, that's it. Um, on to PSA's announcement. A big one this week. Paul Lee, who wants to... Uh, I'll let Paul do it. He's the yeah. social media guru. You are the social media uh, guru. Do you want to tell us what's happening on the uh, 49er Faithful UK podcast front? Cheers, Jen. So, yeah, most of you that listen to the podcast, I'm sure, follow 49er Faithful UK at Twitter. And if you don't, you should be following because the content on there is awesome. But uh, <laughs> the, the, the news is out. We've known for a while. So the 49er Supporters Club have kindly extended an invitation to the awesome foursome. And on Tuesday, we will be hosting the virtual Supporters Club event live. Feels great, baby. It certainly <laughs> does, Lee. So it, it's the news broke last night. Um, it's it's. I don't know how you two feel, but for me, it's very honoured. You've got it first class. Yeah. To that be is. working <laughs> alongside the 49ers. Um, I never thought yeah. in a million years, Nadia, that we'd start doing these podcasts, which would lead to us doing one for the 49ers. No, uh, me neither. I think humbling and honoured is the the two words. I don't think I can think of anything else. That, uh, excited. I'm so excited for it as well. Um, yeah, it's it's so awesome that we can work directly hand in hand with the actual 49ers, uh, and and do. And the cool thing is, we're just gonna do what we do, and they're happy with that, and they asked us to do that. So it's it's just really awesome to be able to take this content that we've been doing for fun and, and bringing it to to on you know to to them essentially and and they're taking it as yeah honored so excited also a bit nervous obviously um but yeah join us it's going to be fun so i might have missed it but did paul did you mention the uh, 25 dollar off code that we've got yeah, no, so i was just i was just going to say lee so whereas you've said that energy is going to be us for because gareth will be back doing our yeah. thing it's yep. basically an initiative the 49ers have started where they've opened up the supporters club. Yes, there's an annual subscription to join and the content is available to the members only. So like you said there, Lee, there's a 25% discount code, which we've dropped on Twitter. But if anybody does want to join up for the supporters club, the promo, the promotion code is live underscore faithful. We would love, obviously, as many of you to join and to join us on Tuesday because it is a live event. So I went off topic a little bit, Nadja, when you asked that the beauty of Tuesday's event is we will be live. So people who do yep. join us will be able to fire questions in the comments. There may be an opportunity for someone to possibly come on. We don't know yet. We're not going to make too many promises, but we definitely will be able to see people's comments. And it was great breaking the news last night. We will be tweeting out over the next few days. We'll be putting the links in the group. Is there anything else you want to add, Lee, as, as group president, for want of a better word? Have I missed something out there, buddy? No, I think you've covered everything there. Um, it's it's an exciting opportunity. And if anybody was sat on the fence about actually joining the supporters club, 
Um, obviously, the $25 helps. It effectively pays for the international shipping. So you yep. get the supporters club exactly the same price as what the US-based members do. Um, so, yeah, I mean, have a think about it. Join. You get to do all these uh, virtual events with alumni, um, stuff that they don't post anywhere else. So it, it's quite good. Yeah, there's giveaways, there's there's loads of content, and obviously you get to see us live and hang out with us, and we might even, you know, bring somebody on stage with us, that, that's that's how they call it, uh, the, the stage thing, where we're going to do our podcast, we're going to do Q&A at the end, so yeah, it'll be awesome to have, you know, you guys uh, coming on this, if you can, obviously, uh, and we'll, we'll be breaking down the, the Chargers game, looking ahead at the uh, week 11 the Mexico game, which is obviously massive. Uh, and, uh, yeah, it's, oh, it's going to be so much fun. I, I can't wait for it. Yeah, I, I think one of the interesting things is obviously because it's live, it's, it's video live, and everybody mm-hmm. can see us and we can see each other, we can obviously feed off each other's reactions to, to yep. certain statements, comments, questions, stuff like that. So it's going to be interesting to see what that looks like, and then yep. especially to see if I can keep a straight face through the whole recording. <laughs> Um, because yeah. even when I'm doing a podcast here, I'm generally smiling away to myself, thinking about the next comment that's coming or something that somebody said. So it's it's going to be interesting to see what it looks like. And to be honest, yeah. Jen, before we finish off, we do we are joining some elite content creators that have gone before us. You know, Brad Graham yeah. has done a show, John Chapman, Wayne Breezy, Jason Aponte is on the week after us. So it is yeah. Because of you guys out there that listen, we always say in Adji Lee that the 49er Faithful UK is a community, and I do mean that. And to be fair, we've had some really touching messages from people who were made up that us four have this opportunity. It's not something we're taking lightly. We're very working behind the scenes to (laughs) put a professional performance on there, do the group proud. And it's just like you said, I I tweeted it out last night, Adji, and I shared it on my own personal page to say it's... In my wildest dreams, I didn't think I'd be going into work and saying, hi, guys, yeah, I'm doing a podcast for the 49ers. And the feedback we've had from Nick Clark and Amber has been amazing so far. So that's all I wanted to say on the matter before we finished off. Yeah, yeah. It always boils down to back to to you guys that listen, to the community, to all the people that show up and meet up, to the people that ask questions on Facebook, that start debates on this call that all of that it's like we wouldn't be here if you guys weren't either like you know we're only doing this podcast a for our sanity most of the time but also because we enjoy doing it and it gives some you know it's it's extra content for you guys and and you guys are just running with it every time you're enjoying it and the comments are awesome but yeah the same way if i feel the same way now that i felt when i learned the lewis about Las Vegas, because it's just, yeah, humbling because I get the chance to do this for you guys. And uh, hopefully we can do you proud. We can deliver a good product and entertain you for for an hour or so. Um, but yeah, it, f- thank you for listening. Thank you for downloading, sharing, commenting, uh, all of that. It's, yeah, it's amazing. I never would have thought before the pandemic when I started recording in my living room that I'd be doing this. It's awesome. It's super fun. And yeah, thank you, everyone. I mean, there's the, a huge downside to, to it as well. Uh, with it being a live video, I'm going to have to start wearing clothes when I'm recording the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yes, please. And keep yes, that please. bottle of Fireball hidden away. But honestly, yeah, like, that's it. I'll have to pull the beer away. And Gareth's going to have to shave all that. It's just going to be a all ordeal. It's, um, 
Yeah. <laughs> um, you always shy away, Lee, from people giving you the compliments, and you're probably sick of hearing it, but you have obviously brought the group to where it is, and you don't make it about you. And I think that's what you said, Nadji, why the meetups have become so successful. Yeah. And like Absolutely. I said, I did have a bit of fun last night teasing the announcement out. And I do apologise if anybody thought it was another watch party. We'd love to have the watch parties every week. It, it's just yeah. not feasible. I do yeah. want to say, Lee, that the Chicago Bears, the UK group, have got their watch party in London this weekend. So I am yeah, keeping yeah. a keen eye to see how that goes. Um, we I hope it goes them... well. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah so do I. We sent them a message, Nadji, saying, you know, hope it goes well. Because I believe Wasserman's yeah. are behind yeah. the 49ers and the Bears. and like you said, we do appreciate everybody who listens to the pod. We do appreciate everyone who, who shares, retweets, drops comments. And we do like the feedback. So do please keep that coming. Yeah, and, absolutely. Uh, absolutely. Always always give us feedback. We Again, we do this for you guys. So if you want to hear something else, or if you have comments about it, just don't hesitate to let us know. We'll take it on board and, and, and try and get better every time. Um, anything else to add? Uh, um, just one, one quick shout out. So Okay. So... I set somebody a task uh, that I had to keep quiet at the time, um, mainly because it was easier for them to do this than for me to do it. Um, so I got Neil Graham to do a task for us. Do it for Yorkshire! <laughs> and that was to go and um, check out a couple of bars in Leeds. Um, right. The Super Bowl meetup isn't a set venue at the moment. It, it was always Newcastle, uh, Groves and the Casino. I wasn't particularly impressed with the value for money we got last year. I felt as though I had to do a lot of the running around that the venue should have been doing to, to make it a success. So I, I'm looking at moving that uh, venue. So there's a, f- there's a few different places. Um, we're looking at some places in Leeds um, because Leeds is more central. Um, so we're looking at Victoria Casino. If we go to Victoria Casino, we'll be joining up with, um, can't think, First Down UK. That's it, First Down UK. They've got an event there, so I would basically push people over to their page to buy tickets for that. Um, that's been organised by somebody else. But there is also an opportunity to actually have the Super Bowl meetup at either the Brotherhood in Leeds. Um, so the, the manager reached out to me, it was on the Falcons game uh, as we were coming yep. out of the box. So yep. I got her phone number. Neil's been in. Neil and Ruth went in. Checked it out for us because I wanted to get a good feel for the venue itself, what it looked like, whether or not it would be a decent place for a meet or what the prices were like, what the food was like. Um, do they do gluten-free options? Because that's the type of thing that you do look into when you you, yeah. you create a meetup. Is it accessible? Um, if there's any stairs there, is there a lift there as well for anybody that has any disabilities, that sort of stuff. So they did all that. They checked out um, the Brotherhood. They also checked out uh, Victoria Casino, went round there, uh, had a good look at the the area around there, and they said the screens in there were absolutely amazing. Huge wraparound screens in the area where the meter would be. So it, it was interesting to get a first-hand account of that, which is what I wanted. Um, Neil and Ruth were only 10 minutes away on the train, and they said they would be more than happy to do that for us. So I just wanted to say thank you to both Neil and Ruth for doing that um, because it saves me a, a trip down to Leeds, um, which is unfortunate because I was supposed to be going to Leeds this Saturday for the Christmas markets with, with Paul and uh, Neil and Ruth. Uh, but unfortunately, I'm still positive for COVID um, and it's kind of knocked me for six this time. Um, but that aside, yes, thank you very much, Neil. Thank you very much, Ruth. Great job. Cheers, Ruth. I mean, on that note, Lee, um, Andy Norton, who's a Lions fan, Nadji, who came to the Super Bowl meetup last year, he's 
Deb Keane to come later this year and he's already messaged me. So it just goes to show you, Nancy, that the community we're growing isn't just exclusive to 49er fans. So when we do yeah. announce the meet-up, there will be other... You bring friends. I know the Reynolds brothers sometimes bring their Raiders mate and it'll be open to everybody. But yeah, cheers for that, Ruth and Neil. And I can't yeah. wait to get it booked, Lee. People are asking, believe it or not. Yeah, so, I know. Yeah, I've, I've, I've left it a little bit later than I would normally do it. Um, I mean, February, I've been right? a little Start bit a busy. Bit. Bit of time, yeah, yeah be busy and COVID and all that. So. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I mean, always encourage people to, if you know, if they want to meet up, just that's what Facebook's for, that's what Discord, that's what Twitter is for. Just ask, saying, "Oh, I'm going to go here and watch the game. If you fancy joining me, uh, feel free, and we can have a mini meetup." I think we've always encouraged that, and uh, ov- obviously, we can't do a, a big one for everyone every week. That would be uh, far too expensive, I think, for everyone to attend every week, and a lot of marriages would end very quickly, <laughs> unfortunately. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, uh, yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to the uh, Super Bowl meetup. I might maybe I make it this time. We'll see. We'll see what my uh, schedule is at the time. But yeah, uh, good stuff. Right, Chargers Sunday night. Uh, good luck, everyone on the on the night. Um, join us in the Discord and the Facebook for the game threads if you want to cross over because it's probably going to be a bit quiet. Um, feel free to do both. Uh, but uh, don't forget to uh, download the podcast, obviously. Uh, check out our YouTube channels. Um, thank you, everybody, that listens and downloads. Uh, and until next time, next time, go Niners. Go Niners. Bang, bang, Niner gang. Love the San Francisco 49ers deep in the heart. Like Joe Montana in the corner, deep Clark. Garrison Hurst, stiff form going 99. Don't get it twisted, one and all with prime time. John Taylor, Jerry Rice down the sideline. NDB, greatest on the up all time. Groovy, Walgreens, Bill Belichick were all students. And Bill Walsh, don't ever forget.